Welcome to today's episode of PDSD, Me, Myself and Him, by Scott Stevenson. Hello everyone, and welcome to today's episode of PTSD, Me, Myself and Him. Um, today, I want to talk about the subject of sleep. It's a fairly common thing, we all, we all do it. We all do it pretty much every 24 hours. Um, but anybody that's ever experienced any, any form of men- ill mental health knows how elusive good sleep can actually be and how much you can come to dread the night times when everything else is quiet, everybody else in the house is sleeping and there's just you and your demons awake in your bed um, playing with each other in your mind's eye and it can be absolutely soul destroying on many many levels when your sleep becomes um, your enemy as opposed to your friend and for many years I've had a really really troubled relationship with sleep I wouldn't say I've got it cracked but at the moment I have a pretty good sleep um, pattern and I feel that it's in many respects one of the things that's allowed me to um, uh, take control of things it was my better mental health came about from better sleep better sleep came about from making better choices uh, and so on and so forth um, I, I, I'm no expert I can't go into all the science and all the rest of it but I'll tell you this when I wasn't stuffing myself full of kebab and then throwing up um, it's amazing how much better your night's sleep actually can be when you're not doing the things you're not supposed to be doing. It's amazing how much better your sleep is when it's not alcohol-aided. It's amazing how much better your sleep is um, when it's not caused by just sheer exhaustion because you've ran yourself into the ground. So uh, it's one of those things that uh, everybody talks about it. Uh, all the medical professionals will tell you that it's absolutely essential, but it's one of the things that we you know, in modern society, just absolutely seem to ignore. Um, it's almost like it's a it's um, a mark of honour to be able to brag about. I get by on four hours sleep a night. I'm up at you know, I'm up at five a.m. enjoying a cappuccino and a and and my lifestyle before I get off to my eighteen days of straight hustle. Uh, I mean, yes, but there there are people that works for and there are people that are very successful at it. At, and a lot of these business people or these you know, like seven habits for the entirely successful or 12, 12 things that um, make people more productive. Every one of them talks about, you know, making better use of your time and, and you know, getting up earlier or working later. And yeah, it all has a place. But I only think that has a place when you've got the basics down right. And the basics is you need to take enough sleep that allows your body to be effective, that you can make good decisions, that you can be re- refreshed and relaxed each day as you approach into the new day. And unfortunately, if you're struggling with your your demons and your mental health issues, it doesn't really matter how much sleep you, you allocated for it because it's not going to be good quality sleep. And, and that's what I've found for myself is... Um, that 
the better the quality of the sleep is, it doesn't matter so much about how long it is. It's just about, you know, starting each day yeah, fresh and, and, and ready to go. Um, and that was something that when I'm in the midst of an episode, I never get. Um, I would spend hours watching television or reading books late into the small hours of the morning for many, many reasons. One was, if I was reading or occupied, I could have my brain on what I was reading or what I was watching. And then it wouldn't go wandering off into all the other things that I didn't want it doing. As long as I was doing that, it was still today. Going to sleep always signaled the beginning of tomorrow and tomorrow always filled me with dread because I never knew what was going to go wrong the next day what lie I was going to get caught out in and all the rest of it. So I lived with a fear and a dread of going to sleep because it would bring about the next day. And at least if I was still in today, I'd had control. There was no more surprises coming in today. It was it was done. But tomorrow was something that was always out of control. Again, generally speaking, when I was asleep in bed beside my wife, and then later, uh, beside my, par my partner, I wasn't eating, so it was controlling. It was, a, it was a space where I could control the not eating sort of thing. Um, but all of that just ignores the fact that we all need to, to rest. That's the whole reason our, 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 we have circadian rhythms, I think it's called. You know, we're designed to round a, a waking pattern and a sleeping pattern. So... I had nightmares for many, many times, you know, flashback nightmares. Um, I still get the occasional one now and then. So again, they are not great. Um, and it's very difficult to get to sleep after you've, you've, you've got past them. The just being able to slow down and switch off was something that I just didn't have much ability at or skills at. We just take going to sleep for granted. Get into bed, lie down, lie still, talk, stop talking, don't move. And it, it'll just happen. That's, when it works well, that's exactly what does happen. But we do find that it's nowhere near as, as simple as that sometimes. So what kind of things did I do to sort of get on top of my sleep pattern? There's lots of good books out there, lots of you know YouTube videos and all the rest of it. So... Um, do a bit of research. I mean, that's where I got all of the, the sort of tips I'm going to share with you now is from reading, watching videos, talking to other other people and asking what was good for them. Uh, and then just finding out what worked for me and what didn't. Um, the first thing that I did that was completely out of my comfort zone was I started to get interested in mindfulness and meditation. Um, I started with just some basic breathing and breathing and muscle exercises on some on, on some guided um meditation tapes there's lots of them out there headspace um, um insight timer uh they're, they're, you can just google them. there's plenty of them out there some are paid some aren't i use insight timer mostly because it's um it, it's it's free and it has lots of guided meditations and, and that's what i just used to start doing i used to just set a time i would go to bed i would um be using my, my my phone or my tablet my social media um 
lucky enough I have the Kindle, so I moved the Kindle in uh, the Kindle into um, blue 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 light mode, so that the the white light, the blue light, wasn't um, keeping me awake in that respect. I would transition from from playing a game or social media to to reading, and then once I was uh, um, I'd read a, for a set period of time. I would then transition into um, getting down, getting comfortable and listening to my meditation tapes. And I very quickly found that by setting a pattern of doing the same thing each night for pretty much a controlled set period, give or take, that I could transition from one state to the next state to the next state. And that allowed my brain to get used to this pattern. And that pattern filled me um, with security in a sense of uh, of progress which again allowed the, me to not worry so much about the going to sleep and what was going to come the next day so i would i would lie down i'd pop my headphones in uh, i'd be nice and relaxed in my bed um and i was aiming to do this at uh, this point every night for um about um half 10 quarter to 11 um with a view towards being asleep by about 11 o'clock and to begin with that didn't happen but within a, f- a very short period of time, within maybe two weeks, three weeks, I was able to go from, you know, being awake to three, four, five in the morning to um, snoring quite happily away around 11 o'clock. Um, then what used to happen then was I, I would have fallen asleep, but then I would have woken up and then my brain would have gone off at 110 miles an hour and I couldn't get back to sleep. Again, all I did for that was when I woke up and I started my... I feel that my brain was was, was um, roaring away. I just put my tape back on and start sat back down or lay back down, closed my eyes, and just concentrated on the rhythm and the process of the the breathing and the tensing of the muscles and the relaxing of the muscles, of the isolating the different muscle groups, working my way through my body, concentrating on my breath in and hold and out and my breath in and just setting that that pattern and it's once I, I stopped forcing it just the, the actual rhythm of just concentrating on my breathing found it that, that would calm me down so much that things that were you know that were racing towards being a huge problem could just be allowed to wash away now I've always had an absolute healthy skepticism and disregard for anything spiritual um you know as soon as you start talking about anything um, new age or mythical or all the rest of it i'm not interested in any of that but the mindfulness that just the that that concept of just being present in the moment worked for me i have to admit it really did and what did i find out that once i started going to sleep on a decent time and getting a decent night's sleep was that the next day was never as scary. It was never as daunting. I didn't wake up and the first feeling in the morning was dread that I was going to have to get up and shower and shave and and go to work. I used to wake up in the morning with the the feeling of of contentment, of happiness, of relaxation that I'd, I'd gone to sleep with. I used to wake up with it. And that then carried on forward through to the day, and it's an old cliche that you know start the day right, and you'll start the day, and you'll start the day right. But it really did seem to work for me, and, and 
all I can suggest to uh, people that are listening to this that do have trouble sleeping or finding sleep, that perhaps you just consider setting some routine, setting some boundaries, um, maybe consider a bit of um, relaxation or mindfulness, breathing exercises, wh whatever works for you. But don't just expect to get into bed and, and go to sleep. Think about it as a process that you need to give the best chance of success to. Um, and that absolutely, that when it goes quiet in your room, you should not, under any circumstances, be listening to that voice in your head. Because trust me, that voice in your head at night in the dark is not your friend. It is never your friend. You need to learn to quiet that voice, ignore it, put it back where it needs to be, and concentrate on structured activity that can allow your your conscious mind to to take control and give you the the sleep that your your body so desperately craves so that was it uh, for today um so the challenge today is if you've been having trouble with your sleeping do something about it take some constructive basic simple steps towards taking back your nighttime routine from your subconscious, from your, your fears. Not everything I've discussed will work for everybody. It won't work straight away either. Um, it's gonna take some trial and error. It's gonna take a bit of experimenting to find what works for you. But please do make those steps towards taking control of your sleep. Sleep is absolutely vital for both your mental and your physical health. And nothing makes mental health more difficult to maintain than poor sleep patterns in my opinion. Okay everybody, that's it for today. Thank you very much for listening. I'll be back to talk to you all again next week. Cheerio.